Hello and welcome back to Down to Heal. If you are returning, thank you so much for coming back and listening again. If you are new here, welcome. Um, Join us for this healing journey and I hope that everything that we talk about is something that really resonates with you or gets you thinking a little bit more. In this episode, we're going to be doing part two of last week's episode, which was talking about how to remain optimistic in a time of great apathy. In this episode, we'll be discussing the importance of human connection. So it kind of ties into remaining optimistic in a time of great apathy, Um, but we're going to focus on the importance of human connection. So I hope that you're really excited to get this episode started, and thank you so much again for joining me. So to get started, I will just talk about simply why I think that this is such an important topic to discuss at this time in this day and age. Um, So human connection is so critical and so, so important to our development, our socialization, just our involvement with other human beings in general. It can really either hinder or help you if you have or don't have connection. And I think that we oftentimes forget how important it is to us as human beings and how much we really do need it in our lives. I think that with how things have been in this world within the past three, five years, maybe even, it's been crazy. I mean, people have lost empathy. People have lost connection. We, we no longer think that there's a reason for connection. Well, I guess I shouldn't say we don't think that. I guess we're just not really actively focused on it. Um, I think with the emergence of technology and the emergence of social media being such a large platform, um, especially with these teenagers, these kids growing up today, it's kind of where they look to to see if they belong or how to belong or how to socialize. And I think that we oftentimes forget that all of the connection is mostly done in person, you know, face to face, hand to hand. And of course, you can connect with people online and through social media. I'm not saying that you can't, but I think that we forget how important it is to actually speak to someone face to face, actually be with them in person and have that connection there. So I think it's just something that we really need to focus on now. And I think that it can really honestly be the solution to a lot of our problems. There have been so many studies, um, numerous articles put out there about the importance of human connection. And, you know, I, I, I definitely, definitely encourage you to do your own research in that and, you know, see how much and how important this is in our lives and what it really means. But um, one of the experiments that stood out to me the most and kind of opened my eyes as to how important this is was the really controversial experiment with Harry Harlow. Um, I don't know if you've you've heard about him, but I'll just kind of tell you briefly the study, but definitely go look up Harry Harlow. Um, it's an experiment he did. Again, I'm not saying that I agree with this experiment or um, that it's not controversial because it, it really is. And honestly, it does hint towards animal cruelty, which I do not um, do not condone whatsoever. But I think that this specific study um, done in the 1940s, early 50s, I believe, was extremely beneficial for us to understand why connection is so important. So in the study, what he does is he takes a wire monkey. He creates a wire monkey, um, just one completely made out of wire. 
And then he creates a another wire monkey, but he puts a piece of clothing on top of that monkey. So then what he does, he's, he puts them in two separate areas and he takes the rhesus. Uh, that's, I believe I'm saying that correctly. That's the, the species of monkey or the, um, the, the name anyways. But they're infant rhesus monkeys. And so he takes them, puts one with the, one, the wire mother made out of cloth and wire and then the the wire mother with just wire no cloth on her so what he does is he kind of sees you know he puts them in different situations to see how they're going to react and if if they will have a connection if they're able to form a connection with this mother and again this is you know I'm not condoning this whatsoever this is just kind of me you know describing how important this study was and I really think that it was very important um but it could have gone a different way you know he could have gone about it differently but what he does is he essentially takes these infant monkeys at birth and separates them for three months with these wire uh, surrogate mothers he's created so in the one study with the the baby monkey that is with the mother covered in the piece of cloth it's actually shown that when this monkey is scared or um you know is threatened or you know frightened in any way it actually retreats back to the mother with the cloth on it it actually cuddles the mother um oftentimes goes to her for comfort and the monkey that was just covered with just the wire no cloth or anything um it it ends up being really timid it ends up being really scared um it ends up you know not being certain of itself and not feeling like it's formed any connection and of course it hasn't because it's not a living breathing mother like it's supposed to have but what the experiment ended up showing was that it was so important not just the physical touch but the safe mindset that it created for these infant monkeys that they felt like okay I can go back to this mother for comfort um so it wasn't even just a physical connection it was you know the emotional one so I think that is a really good study I I I definitely recommend you read into it again not condoning this very controversial but I think that it was extremely beneficial for us to learn you know why it's so important I mean it really did show that not only is physical connection or physical touch important at a very young age um, from birth on but even just the idea of having someone there to comfort you you know just knowing that there's something nearby to comfort you when you're frightened or you know you're in those situations you're unsure of so it's a really great um, interesting thing definitely recommend that but that's the kind of the whole thing about it is you know human connection from birth we've shown not just with this study but with several others that it is so critical from birth that we are given that physical touch um, that safe mindset or that that comfort mindset you know that that's built with us from birth essentially and I think that what happens oftentimes in life is you know there are people that are touch deprived and that can continue on into their adult life and there's people that aren't touch deprived as child as a, a child in their early childhood but they become that way because they stop putting this emphasis on human connection and I know a lot of people when I say that they think of it being just a physical connection but that's not what it is at all of course that's a, a part of it that's a component but that's not the the, the fun foundation you know the foundation is really feeling like you have someone to go to or that you can voice your opinions or you can voice your fears or your concerns to someone and I think that what happens is we go through childhood maybe we have you know things happen to everyone good or bad both 
Um, and we all kind of develop from our childhood experiences. But I think we go from that into a world that's really not very kind to us and also doesn't really tell us how important it is that we connect with other people. Because if you really think about it, I mean, I know in situations in my life where I've been extremely down, I've been at my rock bottom, I think the only thing that I can think of that would really make me come out of it or really push me or could really help me was when I did connect with other people, when I did feel like I had someone to go to or there was a safe space for me to speak. Um, And, you know, it wasn't even physical. I mean, when I was going through all these times or some of these times, I didn't even have to see my friend or my family member in person. It could be on the phone, through text. You know, just having that form of connection is so important to our development. And with these teenagers and these preteens growing up, you know, the youth of our our world growing up in this day and age where we're not stressing the importance of this anymore, I think it's extremely detrimental to them because, you know, I have younger siblings and I see them look to social media for validation and how to socialize. You know, they're learning how to do things based off of internet. They're not, you know, not just internet, but it's, it's, it's the television, it's the it's um, magazines, or I guess they don't really read magazines anymore, but, you know, just music, it's the same thing, and, you know, it's always influencing them instead of us saying, you know, let's get you into a socializing, an actual in-person socializing event. So I think that we're really steering away from how important it is for us to connect in person and not just on a very... A shallow level but a deeper level because I think that's another thing that's a, that's an issue for our world now is we're putting more emphasis on shallow connections than we are deep connections and what I mean by shallow connection is let's say that you have a friend or a coworker, um, or I, I guess you know friend is a loose term acquaintance um, let's say you have an acquaintance or a coworker, and you've been working with them for years and years and years, and you really feel like, you know, you can talk to that person when you're at work, and you're really comfortable around that person at work, but they don't really know you, and you don't really feel like you can turn to them, and that's what I would call a shallow connection. You know, there may be times where you talk to them about your problems, and you really vent to them, and that can be different. You know, what you determine as a shallow and a deep connection is totally up to you, but Um, I would say that that would be, you know, more of that. And I think that with the way that things are now that people are so used to having those shallow connections that they really don't really know how to form a deeper connection or sometimes it's very uncomfortable. Um, You know, I would say I would describe a deep connection as being able to tell someone about your trials and tribulations, the times you're going through that are really difficult, that you're embarrassed about, or you feel ashamed about, being able to open up to somebody about that is extremely not only relieving, but it makes you feel like you belong or you have some sort of, um, you know, belongingness, basically. So I think that we, we're really steering away from deeper connections now. And the way that I feel like things are going and historically in the past when we've done this, it's only ended poorly. I don't think that there is a historical situation where we've been extremely apathetic towards each other and also extremely shallow and it's ended up going extremely well for us. I don't think that's existed. You know, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, 
reach out to me in the comments, um, social media, whatever. But I, I just don't think it's going to go well for us like we think it is. And, you know, I think that a lot of times people do really forget that when we do not have connections. So, so let's say that you're somebody growing up in a small town or you don't have family members, you don't connect with your family, you're an LGBTQ um, I plus member or ally and you don't have people you can connect to or talk to, you don't feel safe around. Um, what can end up happening, I feel like in, you know, in multiple situations and articles that I've read, and I'll, I'll link all this uh, research information that I've done in the link of this podcast episode and also on my social media as well. If you follow me there, down to heel, I'll have some links as to where I'm getting, you know, that experiment I talked to, I talked about earlier and some other things we're talking about now, but moving on. So let's say that you are someone that's very isolated and you feel like you don't have connections with people or you can't form them, or maybe no one understands you, or maybe you've tried to form connection and it just doesn't work. I feel like what ends up happening, and this has been consistent with, you know, school shooters in the United States, it's been consistent with um, terrorists that we've had in the United States, bomb threats. Uh, these people that are doing these things, oftentimes they've been isolated for years and years, not just, you know, the past few years, but it's been something that's happened to them since birth, sometimes um, early childhood. And what ends up happening is they become so isolated because they keep reaching out for connection and no one's trying to connect with them. And I think that we oftentimes forget that that, that weird person or that uh, quote unquote strange person can really just, you know, they're just a person. They could just be a person. They're not weird or strange. Maybe they're just lonely or isolated and they don't feel like they belong. And we really do forget as a society that the more that we exile these people and tell them that, no, your means to connect are not good enough. I do not care about you. I don't want to get to know you because I'm going to base my judgment off of what I see. I think that we forget that that's going to end poorly. I mean, it ends in school shootings. It ends in bomb threats. It ends in terrorism. All of these things, and I'm not saying that you that you know these people that have done all these terrible crimes are these super wounded people and they deserve coddling and you know woe is them. Like no, not not so ever. They can go fuck themselves. Like excuse my language, but they can really fuck off because it's just unacceptable. Any sort of violence in that manner is just unacceptable. But the whole point of this is, is that we forget that there was an opportunity for these people to connect with others. And the way that we've set up our world now, our society is basically saying that you, if you, if you can't, if you can't get validation on social media, you can't get validation online, then you really don't get it. You don't deserve it. And you don't deserve to have that human connection. If you don't have the same things in common as everyone else, um, you don't deserve that. If you are strange or weird or, or what society says is weird, you don't deserve that. And we really do forget that over time, the more and more that we sell them this message, the more it's going to make that person feel isolated, the more it's going to make that person lash out because they're hurting so deep down inside from feeling so alone and exiled that they're going to take it out on others. And eventually that that sadness, that deep, deep shame or depression becomes anger, becomes violence. And I think that in the time that we're in where things are so hard for everyone, everyone is struggling to eat, make ends meet, keep a roof over their heads. 
we really forget that empathy can be a light. It can be a real foundation to build a new life, to build a new confidence, to build more connection with people. Um, I think it's just really sad that we've gotten away from understanding that, that we are human beings. At the end of the day, we are human beings. Human beings desire connection. That's the whole point. I mean, as complex as we are as a um, species, mammals, we're very simple. You know, we're very emotional. Human beings are extremely emotional. And why would we not think that if our emotional needs are not getting met, that things are not going to go well? You know, I don't understand why as a society we, we haven't put two and two together. But I think that's what it really is. It's really a struggle for these people that have tried so hard to connect and they're just unable to or being met with a lot of resistance and then it ends up leading in to a very dark place it can. And I'm not saying if you're one of those weird kids or you were called weird or strange or whatever that that's going to you're going to go to violence because you just you're alone or you're exiled. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I was a weird kid. I was one of those like strange kids. Um I I was very shy. I was so crip I was crippled with my shyness for many years. I refused to talk. I there was a year where I literally wore like a hoodie and jeans and sneakers, my hair in a bun for the entire year. And I got bullied heavily, literally mercilessly bullied. Um, I was that weird kid and I didn't turn to violence. And so I'm not saying that at all. If you are one of those, you know, people that society considers an outcast, quote unquote, um, I'm not saying that that's going to lead to violence, but I feel like oftentimes it can, especially how relentless people are nowadays and how much people really don't give a fuck about each other it can lead down a very dark path. So I think it's so important that we remember to be kind to others, to really understand what other people are going through. And I know that you cannot be in their shoes because you're not them, but you can understand what journey that they're trying to go on. You can understand the path that they're trying to take, or, you know, maybe you can understand, you can relate to some of their, their woes in their life. And I think Empathy can really change a person's perspective. It can change how we react to people. It can change how people react to us. Empathy can really make someone bring down their walls. It can really help help someone get through these dark times and feel connections. So my message to you is if there is somebody out there that you see is hurting or just seems like they're isolated or sad or you know left out, please reach out to them, connect to them, give them a kind word. You don't even have to be their best friend. I'm not saying that whatsoever. Maybe they are like a little bit weird, but um, just be kind to them, show them love, show them compassion because we really don't know what's going on in someone else's life. And it's so unfair to judge them based off of what we perceive on the outside. We really have to remember inclusion is key. It really, really is. We have to remember this. We cannot steer from it. Now, I want us to kind of do a little bit of an exercise together. I want you to think of a time where you felt isolated, excluded, alone. And I want you to think of the one thing that could have helped you get through that. And I know that when I think about that, I think the first thing that comes to my mind that could have helped me get through that is human connection. And... That's such a crazy thing to say because I'm sure if 
if you're on the same kind of brainwave that I am, you're also saying that to yourself. Yeah, you know, human connection is the thing that would probably help me get through that. Um, And it's kind of crazy to think about it. And I'm not saying that you have to be the one to reach out to everybody or, you know, to, to put the foot forward. But you also have to understand that when you see someone in a situation like you've been, just think back to what could have helped you, what could have made you feel differently, what could have made you feel better, saying hi to someone, how is your day, how are you, how are you feeling, um, you know, have a great day, have a great night, just simple things like that, you know, being kind to people, especially when you're out in public at a restaurant or at a grocery store, or whatever, be kind because those people have lives too, they have emotions too, you have no idea what they're struggling with, you have no idea what they're going through, and it's completely unfair of you to judge them based off of what you perceive, and kindness is so important, so please, 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 if anything you take away from this, be kind. Remember that human connection is critical to the development of a healthy, functioning, loving society. And I know that sounds so crazy to say because the world is absolutely shit right now, but it really can change. I believe 100% with every bone in my body that it can change. And I think that it starts with empathy. I think it has to start there and we have to start putting a lot of emphasis on human connection and really reaching out to people. And don't feel like you're being annoying by saying hi to somebody or, you know, ask them how their day is. Like, don't don't feel like that. If if you want to be kind to somebody, do it. If you want to say something, do it. Just reach out to them. Um, you know, just just please go forward, be kind be compassionate. Remember to be empathetic, even when it's so hard to do so right now. I know that it's really, really hard to do that in the face of apathy, but it can really change the course of our world. It can really, really change that. So this is kind of a shorter episode. Um, Next week, I really want to delve into a really, really big topic. So um, I'm really, really excited for next week. It's kind of something that has changed in the United States um, just in the past week or so. So I really want to get deeper into that topic. So I hope that you're going to join me for next week. Um, This episode for next week will be uploaded on Friday like usual. So again, I really hope you're going to join me for next week. And I really, really appreciate you joining me this week. Thank you so much for being with me. And if you're new here, I really hope that you return. Thank you guys. Let's get growing.